0: Do you want to build up your brand and get more listeners and viewers? Well, Facebook ads might be the answer. Tune in right here, right now. It's On Air Brands. You are now tuned in to the On Air what's going on everybody welcome to the on-air brand show i am todd Genetasio, along with my co-host amber i missed you guys last week we missed you, too. I mean, Eric
1: did a good job. Um, is he listening? Yeah, Eric did a good job. So, um, we had a lot of fun. Um, you we, know, he blew my
0: cover about being Superman, my closet filled with on-air brands. I know. Here, you, know? you
1: know, it's all right, though. I think everybody knew like, <laughs> that something about it. No, um, we we had a good episode talking about um, the right and wrong way to podcast. So yeah, it was yeah, it was a it, lot of fun. It,
0: it was good. And I was uh, hanging out in person at Propelify with our friend Josh Harry, who was an amazing host. So I'll give him a shout out there. And I also want to give a shout out to one of our listeners. I sent you some of these screenshots from yeah, the, the messages those. we were getting. So shout out to Bailey Canning who uh, listened to our episode number. Hang on. I got to here. episode 26 road, <laughs> episode 26 about uh, how to uh, either launch or relaunch your podcast and, and coming up with episode strategies, your content strategies and listen, listen to what Bailey said. So Uh, He said, uh, hey, Todd, just listen to your podcast about planning out episodes using the pillar topics you want to be known for. It was awesome. Thanks a ton. I got like 20 to 30 ideas halfway through going to go back to start uh, to the start and listen to all of these. He said, I just planned out 25 episodes in one hour based on the philosophy that you outlined in the podcast. So if I create one video a week, then I'm set through next April. It's pretty crazy. So that's awesome. I I love that.
1: And I know we like we talked about this a little bit with the things that um, I built, where you jump into this and you think, okay, I've got to put so much work into it. And then all of a sudden you realize that you've got 25 guests launched up and there's (laughs) only 52 weeks in a year. And you're like, okay, if I book any more guests, I'm booking for seven months down the road. So it's crazy how much we make it seem like it's going to be a lot of work in our head Mm -hmm. and then we start working on it and realize that we have way too much content and that we could have narrowed down our focus a little.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. So So I like it, which
1: kind of heads straight into um, some of the things that we're going to talk about today as far as like having all that content and narrowing that down and figuring out what you want to promote and what you don't. And you said a word while we were prepping um, that made me like feel like I needed a translator. It was something like facebook ads (laughs) and um i don't know what that
0: means (laughs) so yeah today we are going to dive into how you can really build up your brand build up your show get more listeners and viewers uh, using Facebook ads, right? So I, I did a little experiment last week, and uh, this is a sample size of one. I'd be curious for for you to do this and for anybody listening, do this and let me know. But you know, people talk about organic Facebook reach being dead, but then you see these org- uh, Facebook organic marketing agencies where they're like, oh, we get tons of engagement, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I'm talking about from a, from a business page, not your personal profile. And so I was thinking, okay, well, how can we analyze this? If we look at Facebook pages of my brands and and of our clients and go through the insights and see what the reach is, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, why don't I just scroll through my Facebook feed and see how many pages show up? And I scrolled down and I counted, I scrolled down past 65 Facebook posts and did not have one piece of content organically from a Facebook page. It was either from friends, you know, friends posts that are in my feed from groups that I'm in, which is still, again, people's regular profiles posting in the groups or ads. And so this anecdotal very, you know, very low sample size, but like pages cannot get in front of people, according to my very detailed research here uh, by just posting on your page. So it is very important. We talk about it all the time about building an audience for your brand, but if you're just posting on your Facebook page and expecting people to see it, you know you you need to rethink your strategy there.
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that based upon the number of followers on my Facebook page. <laughs> um, no, I played around a little bit with Facebook ads. I think that one of the biggest lies that are out there. And, and I, I hesitate to say lies because I think there is some truth to it, um, are the Facebook agencies that want you to believe that you can't run Facebook ads on your own. And so Mm -hmm. they send out this like terrifying rhetoric that if you don't (laughs) know what you're doing, you're just going to waste your money and you're never going to get anything from it. And, and I think that obviously when you put money into something that you don't understand, that's always a concern. I also think that there are resources, one of them being, you know, our good friend, Todd, that has a lot of opportunities out there for you to learn how to use Facebook ads without investing in, you know, a done for you agency if you're not there yet, which is that middle ground that a lot of people don't want you to know about.
0: Yeah. Now, one thing I will, well, two, two things I'll say about that is number one, a lot of people see that boost post button and mistaken that for running Facebook ads, that is not running Facebook ads. If you've done that, where you've donated $5 to the Mark Zuckerberg fund, um, (laughs) that is not what we're talking about here today, right? That is kind of like, just throws your content out into the ether. Has it gotten a little bit better over the years? Probably, I don't know. But that's not what we're talking. We're talking about like legitimate, like campaign setup target audience, you know, create, you know, defining your target audience and and running, uh, running your content on a budget that you can scale if you want to or not. Um, so number one, I will say Facebook ads is not the boost post button. And if you are one of the people guilty of that in the past, and you said, I hit boost post and I did $20 and I didn't get rich, Facebook ads don't work that's not running Facebook ads, right? Running Facebook ads is to think strategically about who is your target audience? What content do they need to see? What what step do you want to take them on next, right? We've talked plenty about the customer journey. Um, and then getting content in front of the right person at the right time. And Facebook is an incredible platform for being able to do that. Even with um, recent iOS and data privacy changes and stuff like that, um, you know, it's still, I think, the best place to do it. And also... Uh, little asterisks. When I say Facebook ads, Facebook ads also uh, include Instagram ads as well. So if you want to run ads on Instagram, that's through Facebook ads manager. So we're talking about both of those places.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that we've talked about this on a prior episode, I think, um, or maybe we just talked about it. Um, and you probably know the number more than I do. I. The point is though, that there becomes a point in time that the more you see something, the more likely it is to be appealing to you. And so this Mm -hmm. is where you constantly post about things. You know, you put your Facebook ads out there, the longer you run them, the more um, return you're going to get on them because of the fact that people are seeing them. It gives a new audience for people to see, but it is a long term game. And, you know, whatever that, you know, we've talked about the touches that it takes to be able to take somebody through that customer journey and when it becomes appealing, but just psychological. Logically, you know, you guys might be able to relate to it maybe in a song or a movie where you heard it the first time and it was like nails on a chalkboard to you. And then all of a sudden you're jamming out to this song and you're singing it in the shower and you can't understand why. (laughs) And then all of a sudden you're buying concert tickets (laughs) and you're going to watch this show for this one song that four months ago you hated. Right. Um, So you know there's so much in the sales process of no meaning not right now and mm-hmm. how are we going to continue to touch them and this is kind of that non confrontational way to do that which is really underused
0: yeah so before i get into the three different campaign strategies that i want everyone to be aware of i also want to say um where it is something that i do think if you spent a few hours learning and sitting down open-minded like this is something new it is going i need to figure it out at first like it was like when you got your first iphone like you took a day to get used to it and figure it out and then you use it all the time i think facebook ads is a similar thing i love um uh, the analogy of like if you went to a supermarket that you've never been to before it might take you like 12 minutes to find like granola bars but if you went to your supermarket you're in and out in 3 minutes to get granola bars because you just know where they are right so if if you want to run and man- if you want to run and manage your own facebook ads i do think it's very doable if you are a diy type of person and you take that initial time to just familiarize yourself with it one thing i will say is it's probably worth and i maybe i need to put a package together for this cuz we don't offer it right now but it's probably worth doing uh, for paying someone for the in- initial setup Because that's a little more technical, like getting your pixel set uh, uh, configured on your website and a couple things like that. That's a little more technical, but it's also a one-time thing. And so if you just pay like, you know, if you can pay someone to just set up your ads manager, set the pixel up on your website and a couple other things like that, that's worth investing in because it's not worth the stress and sweat and blood that for the one-time thing. But it is worth spending a few hours to familiarize yourself and now be able to promote your show through Facebook ads yourself.
1: And on that note, for the person who says, you know what, I really appreciate you telling me that and my time is more valuable than that, that mm-hmm. I would spend. How do they contact <laughs> you? Where do they find you to be able I to that. say, hey, Todd, just take this for me? Because what I think is really cool about you that's different than most is that you have this education piece. Like mm-hmm. You really care that people know why you're doing what you're doing, yeah, yeah. which is something that really doesn't get. Um, highlighted enough. So for that person that says, Hey, I want to know how to do it, but I don't want to do it myself. um, Where can they find you?
0: Yeah. TresnickMedia.com is our site. Uh, Contact page should be up in the menu. You can hit us up there. Or if you're watching this on Facebook, um, you know, hit me up on Facebook messenger. Um, But I also think that just plays into exactly what we're going to talk about in these campaigns is that educated clients are better clients, right? The expectations are more clear. They're going to stick around longer. They're going to be better to work with for you. They're going to enjoy working with you more. And so that's, that's why one of the three campaign strategies that I want everybody to be familiar with is the customer journey and episode promo. And the reason for doing that is you want people to be familiar with your, your values, your methodology, how you do things, um, and, and make sure that they are, you know, like you said, being familiar with someone, seeing them a lot increases the trust value. Um, but it also you know, it, it educates them to become better clients, and that's part of the reason why having a show for your brand is awesome. Is because we get to do that through the content of the shows, right? So that's why you know our our listeners have their own shows. I would hope is part of the thing. You know, like last week you guys talked about the right and wrong reasons. The wrong reasons is to have a sales promo every single week. Um, the right reasons are to add value to the world, create expansion, and attract people uh, into your world. And that's what Facebook ads plus your show content can really do. I, I put this out on Instagram the other day. I'm, you know, always testing out different things, and it's just a, a solid, solid background colors and text that says your vibe attracts your tribe. And I got so many comments. I got two people commented that are complete strangers to me. That they follow me, but I, I don't know them, and I'm not like someone with a million followers out here. Uh, two different people commented and said, "I want this as a t-shirt." Can And so boom, I head over to Printful, make a t-shirt, but, um, but your show content plus Facebook ads is that's how you put your vibe out to the world so that you can attract your tribe. So the three, the three Facebook strategies that I want everybody to be aware of. Number one is the list building strategy, right? We've talked about this ad nauseum. You need an email list. We had a great episode on email marketing, which I'll, I'll pull up that number in a second for everybody. Um, but really if you want people listening to your show you need to send out an email for the show when it's when it's live right like don't just rely on them subscribing in the platform because it's a lot harder to track um so we want to build up our email list for the show and typically we do that with a lead magnet um you can check out our previous episodes uh how to do email marketing for your podcast was episode 24 a couple weeks ago um in season 3 so you guys can check that out uh to get more into that but Primarily what this Facebook ad campaign is about is driving conversions to your email list where you're offering them, you know, you could even position your show subscription as the lead magnet. Um, we won't get into the nuances of that today, but you want a campaign that's constantly running, that's that's building up your email list so that you can run that email marketing strategy that we talked about in that episode um, and drive listeners and viewers to your show every week. Um, so I want everybody to be aware and, and look into building up your list through Facebook ads for your show. The second thing that we wanna do is the customer journey, right? Like this is the indoctrination, so to speak, of let's get new people into our world using Facebook ads and the content from our show. And something that I started a couple of weeks ago is um, you can run, you know, you can target people based on different videos that they've watched of yours. And so I basically have, um, six ads running together sequentially, where the first ad is a 45 second video clip where I'm talking about how to build an engaged audience and why that's important. And then I have ad number two for anyone who's watched 20 seconds of of video number one. So anybody who has watched that long, they're expressing their interest, right? That like they're interested in this topic and they've seen me. It's actually, it's a clip of me on stage. So there's some authority around that too. Um, But they're interested in this topic and they're seeing me as an authority. So now I'm like, I I want them seeing me all the time, right? And I want to communicate all this different content to them. So I pulled other different clips and quotes from pieces of content that I have which is exactly what you can do with your show content, pulling different clips from your shows. And now it's, if you watch 20 seconds of video number one, now you're going to see video number two, three, and four for the next seven days. And now we're really familiarizing these people with our brand, with our voice, with our style, and with our values and our content and so now people are starting to go through and then it just that it just goes like that where for 7 days I have three videos that show and then for the next 7 days there's another three videos that show and there's no real strong call to action about like hey book a call or buy our product there's nothing like that it's just pure content and i'm just running it to build an engaged audience of you know around our brand so that people are familiar with everything i just talked about
1: Yeah. So for the person who says, well, that sounds amazing. And I don't even know half of the things that you just said, because (laughs) I don't have the clarity on my show. Um, first of all, what I want to say is don't get stuck in that analysis paralysis where you think you have to have it all figured out. Like you figure it out as you go for those people though, that don't want to, that that are still trying to feeling it out. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the place where they start with that clarity piece?
0: I would say that they should go over to Bailey's favorite episode of on air brands, which was, uh, what did I say? The number was my, my Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, start your podcast with a bang. Um, yeah. Episode number 26, that's going to give you the strategy for your content for your episodes on like, how should you start? And it's perfect because even if you have a show, if you didn't have that strategic drip of initial indoctrination episodes, you can start that now or at the end of whatever you have planned up, right? So that's where I would start. Go back to On Air Brand season three, episode 26 to plan out your episodes accordingly. And then you can put them into this kind of sequential advertising stack where it's like, hey, they've, you know, pull a 30 second clip from each one of those episodes. And, you know, as people watch each one of those videos, they start seeing the next one for the next couple of days. Um, And that's a great way to build up an engaged audience that's familiar with your brand. And then, so we have, we talked about list building, building up your email list, running ads that are specifically to get people on your email list. And then you can um, have your email marketing strategy for your show drip out to them from there. We talked about having this customer journey, pull clips from your content as you planned based on episode number 26, which is a great way to indoctrinate new people, right? So we have what we call cold and warm audiences, Cold audiences are people who've never heard of us before. They've never watched one of our videos. They never visited the website, et cetera. Um, So we want to target those cold people and put them through this kind of drip ad campaign where they see all these different episodes over the course of a week or two. Um, And then, of course, now we get into what people probably thought would have been the first one, which is episode promotion, right? And so... You can test out episode promotion to a cold audience, right? Like the people who've never heard of you, but who do you think is going to be more likely to click over and actually hit subscribe? It's probably the people who've been seeing your content and they're familiar with you, right? So now you can run your episode promo and test it out to complete strangers. Plus make sure that it's getting in front of everyone who has engaged with your page. Because like we said at the top of the episode, if you're just posting on your page without putting any money money behind it, no one's really going to see it.
1: Yeah. I think that it's, you know, it's so interesting to have this conversation because people put money in what they think they're seeing. So I had just had this conversation with somebody about when I was running World's Toughest Mudder and I was watching these, um, these elite athletes come in from each lap of this 24-hour race and they were eating like Snickers bars and ice cream and, (laughs) and like cup of noodles. And to me, I'm like, dude, like I was always told that stuff was bad. Right. So I over here as the weekend warrior that decided I was going to run a 24 hour race, (laughs) I'm looking at them and thinking they're eating Snickers bars and soda and, um, cup of noodles. What they're seeing is I've got protein in this. I've got, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've got my um, sugars in this. I've got my carbs. I've got um, everything that I need for energy, and the the heat, and the salt, and all of the stuff. So it's exactly like this. People are seeing website and podcast promotion out on social media and they're looking at the end result and mm-hmm. they're trying to copy that end result exactly. instead of looking at everything that happened before that that led up to that end result yep. so if you're looking at somebody who's successful and has what you want in your show and you're copying what they're doing now you're never going to you're never going to get there you need to go back and model what they did when they started. And that's what we're talking about here.
0: Exactly. And so there's also, there's a really cool little hack to do some competitive research slash spying. And it's called page transparency. So if you want to see the ads that another brand is running, you can actually go to their Facebook page and you scroll down a little bit in the left sidebar. There's a little section block that says page transparency and you click on that and there's a couple different options. And one of the links says, "Click this page is running ads, click here to view their ad library. And you can click on that and it will open up and show you all of the Facebook slash Instagram ads that that page is running. So that's an awesome way to do some competitive research. But something to keep in mind that no one really talks about is that you can't see who they're targeting, right? And so you might look at their ads and say, oh my God, they're running all these product promotions. I need to run product promotion ads. But what you don't realize is that all of their budget is going into a video view campaign to build up their warm audience. And all those promo ads are going to a warm audience of people who already visited their website or already, you know, have been watching their shows and all that kind of stuff. So it's super important to know exactly, like you said, like what is being done where and why. And so stick, stick to a strategy of your own. Like find who's successful and try to model them as best you can, but know. Why they're doing things and how they're doing them, because you could end up copying the wrong way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: yeah, and I keep know- that in
1: mind as you mm-hmm. go into as you go into looking at what you want to do next. And I mean, we—it's all human nature. We're going to find somebody that that we like, what they have, and we're gonna we're gonna model that and make it our own. So just mm-hmm. keep that in mind of what you're modeling.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so one other thing I want to touch on here is budgeting, because we talked about a lot of stuff, and it's like. This might sound like it's super expensive to everybody. Now, a couple amazing things about online advertising is that unlike having to buy an entire quarter of TV commercials or six months on a billboard or you know the next year in the newspaper with Facebook ads, you can turn them on and off every single day, right? So regardless of how much money you want to spend, if it doesn't look good to you, you can turn it off right now. Like there's a button that just toggles on and off. It's that simple to turn them off. So um, that's one thing to be very aware of. Uh, the other thing is you can do these for as little as a dollar a day. Now, keep in mind, the less you spend, the less people you're going to reach, right? So the way that we look at this is when you're targeting a cold audience, which is the people that don't know you. Like if I said, I want to target everyone who looks like a podcaster and we want to promote our show to them, Right, that's going to be a couple million people. So if we spent a dollar a day, we're really not going to reach a lot of those people. So we want to, you know, run our budget accordingly. Um, we usually recommend if we're doing list building campaigns, we want to spend between ten to twenty dollars a day, and we let it we let it go for three to four days so that it can kind of optimize it and figure itself out. And then after spending that initial 40 to $80, we'll keep it running. If we like the results or we turn it off, if we don't like the results, when it comes to our customer journey and the video view campaigns, video views can get a lot more reach than list building ads, right? Cause it's more valuable. The whole thing is an auction. So if you're running list building ads an email sign up is more valuable to your business than a video view. And so, it's going to cost more to run conversion. So if we're running video views, the way that we run our stack is that I spend $10 a day on video number one to reach new people. And then I spend a dollar a day for each subsequent ad after that, right? So I have one that gets $10 a day and then six that get $1 a day. So I'm only spending $16 a day to build up this engaged audience of people who are seeing my content all the time. No calls to action, just straight up value um, and indoctrinating them into my brand right so that's simply you know and and it could even be lower if you wanted but you're going to i think the minimum is going to be a dollar a day
1: and i this may be a difficult question to answer so if mm-hmm. you don't feel like you can answer it in the quality that you'd like to just say so but mm-hmm. is there like a guideline for somebody who's like okay i'm going to test out the waters i'm going to do this for them to jump ship and say, okay, I need some help with this before I spend way too much money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think that, you know, our minimum, our minimum recommendation used to be $10 a day for list building campaigns and run them for four days. Um, That's getting a little bit more difficult. Um, So we're starting to lean into a $20 a day for four days. So at the most, you're going to spend 80 bucks to decide, is this something that looks good or not? Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. I like that. Um, there's so much that goes into this. And so this is kind of um, the the after action analysis of it, right? So one of the things that I've really been big on in everything that I've been doing recently has been this after action report that yeah, I took I from um, David Goggins' Can't Hurt Me. If you mm-hmm. guys haven't read that book, it's fantastic. But, um, The interesting thing about any type of marketing, any type of Facebook ads, any type of sales or content creation is that if something's not working, there's about a hundred reasons why it couldn't Mm -hmm. be working, right? So when you do this and you Mm do this $20 a day for four days and you decide it's not getting the results that you want. Take a minute and, and look at all the properties of it. Look at your video, look at whether it's video or text, look at all of the ads, the content and decide something that you're going to change before you relaunch that and change like one thing and then relaunch it and do it again. Um, just know that it's not this all or nothing thing when it comes to any type of ads or marketing that, um, there's, you know, it could just be one word in your copy that's, that's making too. all the difference. So yeah. just keep that in mind before you scrap a whole ad and just kind of keep an idea of what yeah. you've changed, what worked, what didn't. Yeah. And, you know, also that elimination.
0: <clears throat> that's a great point. And I mean, I could do, um, I actually do have an entire program on this, but, um, just from a, like what's working and what's not like, if you're running a list building campaign, right? There's multiple steps. So someone's going to see the ad, they're going to click on the ad, and then they're going to go to your website. And so the page that you send them to should be a landing page specifically for the offer, right? So if it's like, you know, Hey, here's our free guide to planning out your next 25 podcast episodes, click here to get it. You don't want to send them to your homepage. You want to send them to a page that says, you know, enter your email address below to get the free, the free guide. But if your ad is getting a lot of clicks and for a baseline estimate, we wanna see between 0.75% and 1% as the minimum um, uh, minimum link click percentage. So if 1% of the people are clicking through, that means that your ad and your audience are doing pretty well. So if you are running an ad for four days and you get 50 people that click your ad over to your sign-up page and only one person signs up, well, that doesn't mean your ad didn't work, right? Your ad got the clicks. That's the job of the list building ad. So don't scrap it and try to come up with new ads. What you need to do is look at where the bottleneck is and the bottleneck is on the landing page where people didn't sign up. And so maybe, you know, you need to, you know, lay that out differently or make it clearer what your that your offer aligns with what the ad said it was going to be, right? Like I said, a dramatic example is if you were sending people to your homepage, you're going to get zero signups because the ad doesn't align with the page they landed on. So you want to make sure that that's totally congruent. Or if you're getting, you know, if you're running like a sales funnel where you're giving for something free up front, if you're getting clicks and then you're getting email signups, but then no one is taking action after that and buying from you, well then the problem is not the ads, the problem is not the the lead magnet offer or the landing page, the problem is in the sales offer or just that it's not the right time. At that point for that person, and you need to have a more nurture a nurture strategy after. But same thing goes when you're looking at what's working and what's not. If you're running ads to sell products, if step three is where the breakdown is, don't reinvent the wheel on your ads or your landing page. You wanna you wanna hone in and focus on what's not working, and that's the post sign up activity
1: yeah and this this is the theme of so much of what we talk about it really just comes down to that intentionality word again like understand what you're doing it why you're doing what you're doing and then know where you want to make those adjustments and then this seems so simple, but do what you say you're going to do. Like, it's really <laughs> interesting because I was um, interested in jumping on a sales call with somebody for um, some law firm marketing and and lead generation for my law firm. And um, I had told them, hey, I have an event coming up. I um, am not going to be available for the next three weeks. Let's chat after that. And they said, okay. And then I'm sure it was a VA or a bot, but they continued to pepper <laughs> me with messages. Oh man,
0: yeah. And
1: I was like, I'm out. Like I told you I wasn't available for the next three weeks. Yeah. And they said, Well, is it okay if we follow up in three weeks then? And I said, No. (laughs) Because I already (laughs) told you this. (laughs) Like, and you didn't listen. Mm. So I have zero faith in your ability to deliver what you say you're gonna deliver because you didn't listen during the sales process. So it could be as simple as there being a breakdown where there's something in your copy that says you're going to do something that you're not actually doing. So like everything needs to be gone through with a fine tooth comb in that bottleneck position.
0: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So to recap on Facebook ads, number one, three strategies you should be aware of to build up your brand and get more listeners and viewers. Number one, a list building conversion campaign where you're getting people onto your email list and then running the email marketing strategy we talked about a couple weeks ago. You can get that at onairbrands.com show. Um, number two is the audience building campaign where we run sequential ads to people. So they get indoctrinated with your brand by pulling clips from different episodes and you can get that episode strategy over at, uh, episode number 26, start your podcast with a bang. Um, and then number three is your actual, um, your actual show promos, which you can run as uh, I recommend running them as traffic campaigns and you send people to your website for that specific episode. So every episode you have should have its own page on your website through a blog post. um, Because if you're running ads, you don't know if someone listens on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever. So send them over to the episodes post on your website where that links over to uh, all the different places they can listen. Awesome. Yep. And budgeting, it can be something as simple as, you know, five bucks a day to promote your episodes, uh, you know, running $10 total, 10 to $15 total. If you want to do that, uh, the sequential videos. Um, And if you want to run list building conversion campaigns, I recommend 10 to $20 a day for four days and see uh, what the results look like.
1: And just know going into it, like Todd mentioned in the beginning, that this is new for you, mm-hmm. right? You're not going to be good at it in the beginning. You're going to spend some time on it. Um, if you're in a position where your time is more valuable than the learning process, then there's always people like Todd and Tresnick Media that can mm-hmm. help take you down that journey. If you're not in that position yet and you your time is the resource that you have the most of right now, then just know that there's going to be a learning curve and allow yourself to move through that learning curve with the right resources yeah and as
0: an entrepreneur and business owner i always recommend to you that you should have an understanding anyway. Even if you don't wanna do it yourself, you should just be educated, you should be able to make educated decisions on it, right? So if you are looking to you know, promote your content, promote and build your brand up, then yeah, Tresnick Media is a great place. We'd love to help you and talk to you about that. If you don't have your show yet and you need to start creating content, capturing it, producing it, then On Air Brands is the place to do that. So go to onairbrands.com. You can talk to Eric and the guys over there about actually creating and capturing your content, making it super awesome just like this show is and, um, you know, I loved hearing from Bailey, uh, was awesome to see the results he got. So for anybody else who's watching or listening, you know, if you love what you hear here, if you love what you hear and see here, uh, we'd love to hear from you as well. Either leave a comment or shoot any of us a note. It would be super awesome. A review in iTunes or wherever you're listening would be really great. Or if you know someone who'd benefit from this content, please share this episode. Uh, if you want more of Amber and her show, go to more than corporate.com. If you want more stuff from on air brands and this show, go to on brands.com slash show, and we will catch you guys on the next episode.